Welcome to the NXT World of Opportunity with your host, the Hugh Hudson of professional wrestling, Shawn Michaels. See wrestlers you've never seen in the ring in ages. See if they can manage this week in NXT. Realise they can't really and wonder why they were given matches anyway. Yeah, it's a 50-50 situation here. There's some good in um, NXT this week and some not so good. Quite a lot of the time, and in a way I admire them for doing this, they've said to people who you've not seen in the ring for a long time or are just starting out really on their NXT in the ring. In ring. Not in the ring. In ring. That's right. The is not necessary. Well, I liked it. It's a short word. It's kind of like a trampoline word. In the ring. I like it. In ring. That sounds too short. In ring. But that's the way you're supposed to say in ring. All right, I'll let you have it. Do it again. In ring. Yeah, it's not bad, actually. So, having their first with NXT in ring event. And that doesn't always work for me. So, let us see what we have tonight with NXT. First of all, we've got... No, I'm not taking it easy. He's backstage on a table, like a massage table, with cucumbers on his eyes, of course, because he's relaxing. While um, while Mensa is has got the um, got the resistance bands and he's pumping, pumping he is. They're attacked by Von Wagner and Mr. Stone, taken to the ring and thrown and slammed on the floor, and the match is starting. Right? Can I just right? Let's just say the thing is. What you need to do when you've got... I mean, you, you work out the matches, don't you? You have an itinerary of matches, don't you? And then you all get in the gorilla position and you work it out from there. So you talk about it, but the match has to start... I mean, what, what you do is you make sure that all the competitors... Can, no? So, you, so what you do is you can just start a match when somebody gets to the car park, throw them into the building, and that's a, that's a start of... They're trying to get it exciting for us. I'm making it exciting for you. It's not. It's simply not. But it's quite a good match, this. It's all right. In that, you've got um, Mr. Stone off the top. It's nice to see him wrestling, you know. Mensa getting a rolling attack, which is lovely. And stomping Mr. Stone. Going to want Von Wagner big boot to uh, Dar and a double urinagi. That's lovely. Or is it double choke slam? I think it's double urinagi. Some may say it's a double chokeslam, whatever, it was, in, it was impressive, either way. And then you've got a, um, a Mr. Stone splash after that, but there's a distraction, as you might expect, and Mensa wins. So, th- that's the first match. It, it kind of went for nothing, but it was fun. And then we've got Chase Ewer back. So, what was the point of all this, of all this turning off the lights and that's it and let's... Let's have a big look at what Chase you have done. So really what they've done, I mean, they haven't even given us an ironic situation. They've really gone for it, including quite literally, not figuratively, not literally. You know, when I literally, actually not figuratively. When I, when people say I literally died, you didn't know, did you? Because you're here talking to me, sadly. However, not that, not that people should die, but I mean, I'd rather people didn't talk to me if they're going to use that kind of phrase. However, this is... A literal turning off of the lights. So the figurative 
situation, the metaphor, if we like, not that metaphor, we've just seen them, A meta the proper metaphor is that they're done. And Andre Chase said, we're done now, we're back. Because there's a calendar that JC Jane has organised. We haven't seen the calendar, thank goodness, but it is rather a 1980s storyline or Attitude Era storyline, isn't it? During the, during the chat from Andre Chase, Cameron's not really interested in him, actually. Uh, JC Jane gives Rizzo some money, and I presume it's to get a tag team opportunity, or maybe it's a loan. I don't know what it is. And you know what? A loan. Not that kind of loan. I think that, um, I just think that it's really boring. I've seen the Chase U stuff now. I went along with it for a bit. It was too much. I thought it was done. It wasn't done. And we're back where we started. You've got to get right back to where you started from. And they have. And I'm not really very interested at all. Now, here comes... Here comes the Gallus Gauntlet. Now, last week, wasn't it, didn't Ava say to, to Rich Holland, no, I will not let you fight all of Gallus in a sort of you're, you're too man for your own good kind of way. Well, there he is, fighting Gallus. So she must have had a change of heart, has she? Who knows? <laughs> I mean, there's no, I mean, it's, there's no follow through, is there? It doesn't really matter, does it? We make decisions one week, we'll change them the next. In fact, you know, Oberfemi, no, you're not going to get a title shot. Yes, you are. The following week. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, this, this um, Gallus Gortler is not really very good. It's, um, there's some Wolfgang stomps. And Mark hits a drive-by kick. He pulls on the nose. That's probably the best bit, actually. I, I, well, Holland tries hard. He does hit the northern grit to get the first pin from uh, over Wolfgang. Close lines him over the top just to put the exclamation mark or point on it. Um, mark coffees him for the to go for the ankle. Joe interferes. Rich Holland gets a chair. It all breaks down, and that's it. So it's not really a gauntlet, is it? You fought one person, you nearly fought another. It's really a one-on-one, -on -one or a one-and-a-half-on-one. -on -one. Oh, I don't know. Now, Lexis King likes to get into people's heads, doesn't he? Oh, he does. Oh, yes, he does. Let me just say this. What did I say a few weeks ago? That WWE might get bored with him when the newest thing turns up, which is Oberfemi. So, he will be talking to Oberfemi later on. However, let me just say this too. Lexis King with the WWE isn't really going anywhere. I really would like to see him go somewhere, but I think when I look at his work, I'm getting the feeling that he knows he's not going anywhere either. He tries to get in the heads of uh, Dr. Stone and Von Wagner. I mean, the kind of character Von Wagner's got, I mean, I mean he, could, he could be in there and, and, and hear his own voice coming back at him. There's nothing in here, in here, in here, in here, in here, in here. Anyway, we're going to see him with Oberfemi later, so we've got that to look forward to, folks. Next, Lola Vice versus Tatum Paxley. There's a very weak Lola Vice chant. Let's go, Lola. Let's go, Lola. Yeah. You've got a very nice Tatum Paxley uh, headlock. She, uh, and Valkyria's at ringside. Lola Valkyria's at ringside to... to to, um, to chant on, to, to give support to the person that she really doesn't want to be part of. 
The whole story is, I'm, I'm not really your friend. You've come here. I'm not calling the police or getting a restraining order. But actually, what you're doing is not really something I like. Like putting Roxanne Perez through a table, for instance. And it's a wrestling trope, but she seemed not to like it. And here she is, though, cheering her along. Um, there is a massive load of ice kick. And um, the lovely thing is that Paxley reaches for Valkyria. She's doing good work here, actually. There's a, a head scissors right by where Valkyria is. Ooh, that must have been by coincidence. It served a purpose, this, because the head scissors made a tap right in front of Valkyria, as we say. It did serve a purpose. And later, as Valkyria is carrying tapes of Paxley to the back, you know, like she's carrying her like, oh no, like, like she's some kind of casualty of war. Oh, why? You've got Shotzi saying, could I have a title match next week? Yeah, okay, says Lyra. No, just a minute, just a minute. Not only is Roxanne Perez going to be cheesed off by this, she will be cheesed off by this, and she will get so angry that she'll smack Ren Sinclair for saying, come on, it's okay. Because it isn't okay, is it? Even I'm angry. And I'm nowhere near the locker room. I haven't even got the foot there. I, I'm not even in the title picture and I'm cheesed off. Because there is a there's a committee. You might at least have gone to Ava. Because all the work seems to be done, not in the office, but just outside the office. You're standing outside the office, that means business is to be done. There's no, there's no desk or chair. I would say she needs some kind of risk assessment because she doesn't even get to sit down, Ava. As, as Stephen Regal said, there'll be long hours, you know. It's not going to be easy. All right, that's not, that's not a very good impression, but there you go. Um, but she didn't get to sit down. However, Shotzi didn't even go to Ava at all. She just said to, to Lyra, can I have a title shot? Yes. Can I have some money out of, your, out of your wallet? Yes. Can I have your car for the weekend? Yes. It's, I, just, I don't know. Anyway, there's Rizzo and Jada Parker next. This is not very good. We don't see Rizzo very often. Jada Parker's going to be something bigger, I suspect. And it's all right, but it's not very good. The Parker kicks are pretty brutal. There's a Rizzo drop kick and some mounted punches and a big forearm to the back of the neck from Parker for the pin. That, again, seemed brutal, but there was no point to it. It's a superheated feud. It's like that It's like that forced rhubarb thing that Obafemi's got. Let's really push this. See what happens next week. It, they hadn't brought it on far enough and long enough, really. Corbin wants Bron Breaker to have his head in the game. Why? They have a tag team championship match in the main event. The Wolf Dogs. Now, that's going to be interesting because the Wolf Dogs are really popular. La Famiglia are really popular. How is the WWE going to go for this? They're both tweeters. Anyway, before we get there, we've got Mello versus Joe Gacy. What? Why? Because Joe Gacy's weird now. What? Why? What have they got? What? Why are they fighting? Is there any kind of relationship they've got? Have they disliked each other? Has anything happened? No. Mello gets some um, gets some booze when he comes out, and this is a good way because this Joe Gacy new character is simply not working, and. It's a good way to make him a kind of tweener and to get some cheers. Which must be 
frustrating then that there are some mellow chants in this match. No Joe Gacy chants, to be honest. Joe hits a suplex. Uh, oh, actually, there are a few chants competing, though. So, you know, Mellow's supposed to be a bad guy. He's your chief bad guy. You can't have people chanting for him. Okay. Now, there's a, there's a very nice springboard forearm from Mellow. A headlock, which is worked by both of them from Gacy. Gacy can't muscle him up. He gets under the ring then. Mello looks. And over he comes, Gacy, with a forearm over the top rope. It's quite good, actually. And then Mello really works a Boston Crab. He sits back right on it. Gacy fights out. There's a big back suplex and a Mishinoku driver. But Mello gets nothing but net for the pin. And then suddenly, out comes Dijak. This is the battle of the people who've lost their way. Because Dijak was fighting for the... The NXT Championship last week, do you remember? I think the WWE don't think we do remember because they want us to go back to the feud that was before that, which was Dijak and Gacy. No, we've moved on from that now because you were challenging for the for the heavyweight championship. No, he puts a straight jacket on, Di on uh, Gacy. Dijak and Gacy are lost. Just lost here. And it's such a shame. Now... Remember I mentioned that thing about Obafemi and Lexus King? Lexus, we don't want to get sued here. Well, here it is. You waited for it and it really lived up to your expectations. Low. It's not very good. He thinks that Femi calls himself the ruler. Well, he does. He doesn't think it. He does. But Lexus is a king because he's called king. And he reckons he softened up Dragon Lee for him and he deserves a shot. He smacks Obafemi, but then when Oba comes back, he bails because he's got it going on. And you knew it was going to happen. Briggs is talking to Inoffi and Blade, and in comes Jensen, wanted to beat him up. We knew it was going to happen, but that kind of, that sort of push for Briggs is completely forgotten now, isn't it? You could have been a champion, you could have won the Heritage Cup, now you're in a feud with your old partner. Sucks to be breaks. I think even Jensen's got more going for him at this point. Now, Kiana James with Izzy Dane and versus Brindley Reese. Oh, it's opportunity time again. Opportunity knocks. But oh, I just don't think it works, really. It was boring. There was um, an Izzy Dane clothesline on the outside. Uh, swinging neck breaker from um, from Kiana James. Brindley Reese did hit a, a jaw breaker and a nice somersault clothesline. And the bankruptcy for Kiana James to get the pin. It weren't good. And here's Perez with Ava talking about Shotzi, how angry she is. It's kind of impotent rage because what Ava says, I mean, Ava kind of says, well, what are you going to do? What do you mean, what are you going to do? You're going to reverse it because nobody asked you, Ava. If you're, the, if you're the general manager, well, actually, you're not, are you? If you're the general manager's second in command, because we never see Sean, so she might as well be. If you are, then if someone goes over your head and starts to become a matchmaker, then you don't say, oh, that's okay. She can just do what she wants. Maybe she thinks that because she's from the main roster. But you'd be a bit upset, wouldn't you? 
But she kind of says, ah, what are you going to do? Sort of thing. So Perez looks like she's got impotent rage. I don't know where to go with this anger. Because Ava's not not saying, yep, I'm going to reverse that. I'll get Shotzi straight in and tell her she can't do that. No, she's just saying, ah, my authority doesn't mean anything. She's not actually saying that, but that's what she really is saying. Now, this is quite nice, actually. I'm liking the way they're going with this because Blade and Inoffe have been sort of down and saying we can't we can't get a, a, a victory. And then you've got, um, you've got uh, Brittany Reese saying, oh, come on, guys. She's basically Thea Hale, isn't she? I've said it many times. She's Thea Hale Mark II. And um, I don't know what that means for Thea Hale because Brittany Reese is getting a bit more work now and we didn't see Thea Hale tonight much, if at all, actually. But they expect her to come out and say she's going to be daunted because she's been beaten. But no, she'll learn from this and she's really energised. And rather than them saying, really energised, is she? They think they want to learn from her. Not how to lose or how to have a pretty boring match, but <laughs> but how to make lemon from make lemonade from lemons. But not, if, if you've got the lemons and they're about 14 days old and they've got mould on them, you're not going to make lemonade, are you? Or if you are, someone's going to come back and say, I'm going to the FDA. It's an American reference for you there. Come on. Now, the main event is La Famiglia versus the Wolf Dogs. It's a pretty good match, this. Early on, you've got Braun putting down, um, down stacks. Uh, there's double teaming all over the place. Nasty Tornado DDT from Corbin, uh, I'm not calling him boredom anymore, you notice, and a big slam, nasty urinagi though from Tony D, and a, uh, a spine buster from Ronnie likes that, sweet, sweet urinagi, sweet urinagi, sweet urinagi, that's from Corbin, and they all go over the top rope it seemed to me, might as well all do it, it's popular, and then um, Bron is put through the announce table, by Tony, I think, and Corbin has to break up the pin, but Corbin ended days to a bronze spear, the Wolf Dogs win. And La Famiglia are not looking like the big guys that we thought they were. The whole idea of their character is they are made men and consequently cannot lose and they really have an effect. Well, they didn't this week. They lost. And I don't know where they're going to go, but, but they can go into a few with OTM, can't they? Ooh, imagine how, how mouth-watering that's going to be. I'm salivating right now. Anyway, NXT wasn't that good. It was, um, it was patchy. Unlike the service that you'll get from Patreon.com, I'm segueing to this. Forward slash S-N-M-E, Radio, Radio, where you'll find loads of pop culture podcasts, Loads of wrestling podcasts. This is here as well. You can scroll past that. And if you thought, I don't mind paying a little bit of money for some great podcast action, it's about a dollar a week. That is fabulous. And as I've said many times, I love it. I use it. I enjoy it. Great shows on there. Do give it a go. And do give NXT a go. Because usually it's great. It just wasn't this week. It's patchy. Patchy. Patchy as my hair is becoming. As I get older. But don't take it from me. Have a look yourself. And then maybe tell me what you think. 
Oh, that'd be interesting. Ta-ta.